News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Karen, stocks are set for their fifth weekly gain with rate cut bets, giving traders lots of hope heading into 2024. Equities are pushing for all-time highs after Jay Powell indicated this week that the Fed could ease monetary policy soon. The S&P is advancing toward its seventh consecutive weekly advance, oil is looking at its first weekly gain in almost two months. Neil Dutta of Renaissance Macro Research says the Fed's following a framework that will allow the U.S. economy to grow. The die has been cast for this for, for a little bit of time now. I mean, and that's because inflation is slowing more rapidly than they expect. I mean, I think the Fed is following essentially a rules-based framework where they're taking uh, changes in inflation and the unemployment rate and translating that into expectations around the federal funds rate. And that's basically what's happening. And last month, Neil Detta said he expected the Fed to cut rates by March, so he says he's not surprised by a pivot. Madonna's expectations were not shared by many on Wall Street, Nathan, such as Peter Shear, head of macro strategy at Academy Securities. It really took me by surprise of how comfortable Powell was with cutting rates. So I, when I was at 420, I was getting nervous about risk assets because I thought the only way you get to 4%, given what the Fed was saying, is for economic conditions to turn much worse. They didn't turn much worse, and yet we're at 4% because of the Fed. So I think we have right. some room to, for risk to continue to rally, and it's been a great run. And Peter Scheer with Academy Securities also tells Bloomberg, despite hawkish stances from the European Central Bank and Bank of England, he expects more growth outside the U.S. He specifically focused on China. He anticipates further cooperation with the U.S. and increased stimulus measures. Yeah, we're getting that signal as well, Karen, from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. She says she's going to visit China again next year with the goal of deepening ties and improving communication with the world's second biggest economy. Speaking at the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, Yellen said the discussions will focus on different Difficult topics, but she expects cooperation from both sides. America's fundamental economic strength means that we have nothing to fear from healthy economic competition with China or any other country. The United States does not seek to decouple from China. This would be damaging to both our economies. Treasury Secretary Yellen says the U.S. will still pursue export controls and investment restrictions that have angered China, but she stressed the need to engage to prevent, as she put it, a wide range of diplomatic and financial crises. Well, as for the latest moves in China, Nathan, the People's Bank of China pumped a record amount of cash into the economy to try to prop up its struggling property market and boost demand. It marked a bullish signal to investors who have been disappointed in China's recent piecemeal approaches to stimulus. Meanwhile, stocks across Asia traded higher on optimism over a Fed pivot. Now let's move to a major move in U.S. banking, Karen. Bloomberg News has learned Citigroup is shutting down its municipal bond business. This is one of the most dramatic moves yet in CEO's Jane Fraser's ongoing restructuring as she looks to squeeze better returns out of city. Bloomberg finance team leader Sally Bakewell says although the move was expected, it is still a shock. City was an absolute powerhouse in this $4 trillion market for U.S. state and for local debt. It, it helped on deals for some very prominent um, buildings and landmarks, such as the World Trade Center rebuilding, um, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. It was also one of the lead underwriters. And Bloomberg's Sally Bakewell says City will complete its wind down by the end of the first quarter. Sources say the move is expected to affect about 100 employees. 
Well, Nathan, we have more news on the labor front this morning. General Motors is cutting more than 1,300 hourly jobs at a pair of plants in Michigan. It comes less than a month after GM's unionized workforce approved a new labor contract. The cuts will take effect January 1st. Turn to politics now, Karen. In the latest messaging out of Washington, President Biden continues to urge Israel to be more cautious in its war with Hamas. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the details. A bit of a change from the message he's delivered for the last week. NSC spokesman John Kirby says keywords are lower intensity. Possible transitioning from what we would call high intensity operations, which is what we're seeing them do now, to lower intensity operations uh, sometime you know, in the near future. Meaning more surgical operations aimed at Hamas leaders rather than the current force. Biden says the focus should be getting Hamas, but also saving civilian lives. I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Ed, thanks. Meanwhile, in Europe, Ukraine has taken a win and a loss at the EU Leaders' Summit in Brussels. Leaders have agreed to open membership talks with Ukraine, but they could not agree on a new financial aid package. The debate will extend into early next year. Hungary's Viktor Orban blocked the planned $50 billion euro package despite support from the 26 other EU leaders. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Nathan Hager. I'm Karen Moscow, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg. 